Hey, happy Whisker Wednesday. We got a lot to do. Let's go. From the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021, and this is episode number 381 of Barry on Deck. As always, Barry on Deck brought to you by the AP Law Group. If you've been injured in an accident, make sure you call the AP Law Group, 713-913-GO-AP, or log on to aplawgroup.com. Don't get bullied by these insurance companies. They're out to get you. Get Gilbert and Arsha over at the AP Law Group on your side. Hey, welcome to the program. Uh, I feel like the mic might be a skosh low. I'm checking the levs. That's industry talk for levels. I'm just making up words. That's really all that is. Hey, okay, cool. I think we're good. If my mic's in the low, let me know. If we bounce back and forth between Sports Riot and this show, and apparently the mic is all wonky uh, going back and forth, and I don't know why. I think it may have something to do with the settings. Who the hell knows? Um, but... Let's see here. I got to tweet out the show. I hope you had a good night. Boring night. Not much sports going on. The Rockets may have played. I don't know. Did they play last night or did they play tonight? I don't know which one it was. I'd have to go back and look. Uh, either else tonight. Brooklyn is tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I crashed out early. I was just tired, man. I stay up till 3, 4 in the morning and then get up about 8.30 or 9 sometimes. And you do that a couple, three, four days in a row, man. And I'm an old fart. 47 now and it catches up to me a lot faster so i uh i crashed out about i don't know 9 30 10 o'clock last night woke up with nora at 5 a.m 4 45 a.m felt good to get some sleep got some stuff done that i needed to get done this morning uh so here we go we're gonna have a good time hey um let me retweet this real quick let me see uh, what the frick is going on? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on around here? Hold on, Barry on deck. I got to get the YouTube link. I never have the link. I always have to go to the channel to get the link. Happy birthday, Barry. What? No, no, it's, it's not my birthday. Why, why did you say, why is it, What? Why is it my birthday? What does that mean? Yes, follow what Nick Gamboa says, by the way. If you're new to the program, make sure you like and subscribe. Follow whatever all those things are. Why are we? Why is it my birthday? Okay, now you're weirding me out. What's going on around here? Uh, okay, tweet's done. We're good. Let's go. All right, no one gives a shit about the tweet. I don't, I don't think the tweeting matters. I don't know. And nothing matters. 
Nothing matters in this world. Yeah, I'm a Gemini. It's not my May 29th is my birthday. Stop it! Oh, shut up, Walt. All right. I'm gonna this this is gonna be sassy chat today, I can already tell. By the way, if you want to listen live on Podbean, you can do so on my beaners over there. Uh Eric Resendez, truck driver Pookie, Titan Hugo, and Chris Reyes. I need a white guy over there because I can't really call them beaners if they're all you know. Jared Taylor. Oh, thank God. Jared Taylor's over there. Oh, thank God. I did tweet out the link. Uh, What's up, Sonia? I did tweet out the link to the Podbean and to the Facebook and to the to the uh, uh, YouTube as well. No one gives a shit. Nothing matters. We're all going to die. Okay. Let's have, have a nice life. That's the end of the show. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Um... <laughs> We have like I have a lot of weird topics today, so I hope you're kind of in the mood for not some like straight, straight up sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, it's like I have bones to pick with people, which usually most of the chat disagrees with me when this happens. But, you know, look, John Garza is a Gemini. Well, John, then you weren't born now. Okay. So you and me, when's your birthday, John? What day? What day? What day? Um, all right, let's do this. Let's just get to, let's just get to the greatest decade in the history of the world first. So we can continue with this show. Greatest decade in the history of the world. Come on, fam. If I gave you May 27th. Oh shit, John. Mine is May 29th. What's up, player? If I gave you guys a hundred guesses, you probably would only need one. Greatest decade in the history of the world. Of course it's Shelby. And you guys can hate all you want, but I'm going to tell you right now. Don't, don't, you can hate on house all, all day. Don't be hating on Shelby. Don't be hating on Shelby. You be sweet to Shelby. Shelby is a saint. Saint Shelby. You don't, don't be, don't be mean to Shelby just because she's prompt. That's the whole point is to be prompt so that we get the chat built up. So I love it. I love her. I love all of you, but you're not the greatest deckhead Shelby is for like an hour and 17 minutes. And then it's just regular ass Shelby. I mean, still don't hate on her, but then it's just back to old, old regular ass shell, shell dog. I don't know. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm in a mood. And so that's, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be like super weird. Um, rest of the chat looks like this. Who else is here? I know Walt is giving me a hard time for words. <sighs> like words matter on a talk show, Walt. Uh, Trevor Pookie's over here posting shit like hashtag stop the Shelby. <laughs> What's up, Alan Denson? Uh, little, uh, little Uzi Vert's in the building, too. Wallace, what's up, player? Oh, so close, Wallace. I got you a dollar. Um, who else is here? Who else? Wallace, boy, you were so close, dude. So close. Chris Reyes is here and on the Podbean and probably on Facebook. Uh, D-Mod is here. Walt, I mentioned. Sonia, what's up, girl? Y'all say what's up to Sonia. CC's bringing new friends to the program, and I love it. I love it. We need more decades. Sonia, it's great to have you a part of the fam. Much appreciated. Uh, speaking of decades, Jen, what's up, girl? And CC. And CC is here. Fidel, what's up, dude? Good to see you as well. Uh, Joe Pro, Justin Swinford. Good to have you guys. Uriel Villanueva, truck driver Pookie, I mentioned. Philip Barnard. The heartthrob. Philip Barnard, he said, uh, I'm developing a conspiracy, I mean theory on how Shelby is always in here first. There's no theories. There's no conspiracies. There's none of that, okay? She's just prompt. What's up, Mark G? Good to see you, buddy. Flip, what's up, player? 
Good to have you here as well. Walt, I mentioned John Dory. What's up, fam? Alex Villanueva is in the building early. Good to see. Total Dallas was like number 15. Thank you. Make sure you like the program. Steven Luther, Tony Garza, you handsome, handsome son of a bitch. Uh, John Garza, I mentioned earlier. Quinn, what's up, dog? Good to have you here. Christy. Y'all, Christy's in the building. She touched my nipple once. That's my claim to fame. Christy touched my nipple once. Stop with the happy birthdays. Shut your mouth. Shut your whore mouth, Dimata. What real reels in the building? Watch out. Lisa O is here as well. Nick Gamboa showed up. He said, like button, press it. Richard Vales is here. Hails to the yeah. Hails for Vales. V- Richard, okay. I was going to say something weird again, but never mind. Uh, any friend of CC's is a friend of mine. Facts. Big facts. That's how we roll. That's what we do. All right. Sandoval, what's up, dude? Holy shit. Good to see you, buddy. Sandoval H Town said, very great interview with the Godfather. Yeah, man. Thank you, dude. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, what's up? Robert likes beer. Good to see you, man. Um, here's the deal. That was a lot of fun. Uh, having John Granado of ESPN 975, the Godfather of Houston sports talk radio. What's up, Cherry? I missed you, sweetie. Thank you for being here. And, and Clarence, I missed you as well. Uh, thank you for being here. I think I got everybody now. Wallace. What's up? Barry, not telling us Barry telling us to be prompt. Hey man, you shut your whore mouth, Wallace. Okay. You shut it. Zip it, lock it, punch yourself in the face, and throw away the key. Uh, what's up, Pingo Katie? So, it was great having John Owen. A lot of fun. Uh, everything I'd hoped it would be. Lance is committed to doing the show. We just got to figure out a date that works for him. Um, and we're going to have a lot more guests. So, I'm committed to really trying to get more guests in. In fact, um, spoiler alert, next Wednesday, um, Dez from Apollo Media is going to be joining me. So, that'll be fun. So we're going to do a lot more of that, especially on Wednesdays and, you know, try to mix in more interviews more often, maybe shorter versions of them, not a full hour if they, they can't do it, but uh, that should be fun. Here's the funny thing though. This is how, this is how miserable people are. And this is just me just saying, AJB, thank you for the, uh, the, for the Venmo buddy. Appreciate you. Oh, you son of a bitch. Aaron J. Bryant sent me a dollar on Venmo and said, happy second birthday of the year. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I hate you, AJB. I hate you with the thunder. Uh, with the wait, with the, I don't know, the, the heat of a thousand suns. I don't know. Uh, what's up, Flip? It's been a while since you've taken an afternoon shot, B. Yeah, no, but I just did shots yesterday with Granado. I mean, I'll do it. No, you ain't got to tell me twice, Flip. I don't need a reason to do a shot, player. I threw a fireball. Listen, Flip, I don't need a reason to do shots. I usually need a reason to not do shots, like to stop. This is for Flip. This is for everybody uh, in here. Let's do this. Now, I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm not saying this for. I'm not going to. The story I'm about to tell you is not for pity. It's not for. Uh, anything other than an observation. It's not a birthday shot, Wallace, you sons of bitches. Okay, fine. It's my birthday. Yeah. Send me lots of money. Fucking send me gifts. Um, get me a, I don't, I don't even know what I want for Christmas. I don't even know what gifts I want. Nora's been asking me. My family's asking me. I'm like, I don't know. Hey, this goes out to everybody, one and all. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for being deckheads and deckettes. Thanks for supporting. Um, I love you guys, and none of this happens without you. So, cheers to you guys. Uh. What's up, house? 
Fidel, and uh, thank you for the the idea to do the shot, Flip. Much appreciated. So here's the story. What's up, Joel? So yesterday I have Granado on. It was awesome. Been wanting to do that for a while now. Last time I had him on, I got fired from ESPN Radio. Laid off. Fired. I got fucking fired. Tony said I'm blushing. Oh. Um. Anyways, John comes on. Have a lot of fun. Good show. Good vibes. I text John and say, hey, man, thanks so much. That was great. He goes, dude, that was a lot of fun. We got to do it again. I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's do it again. We'll get Granado back on, hang out, and kick it. And I guess he talked about it or retweeted it. I don't know, because I tweeted out, hey, if you missed it yesterday, here's the link. You know, trying to market, trying to grow. And then I see, for some reason, you know, you'll get... um, Notific- not notifications, but on your timeline, you'll see people that you follow as they respond to tweets. And apparently some dude tweeted Granado and Lance and said, hey, John. Uh, oh, we talked about it on the show today. Oh, that's cool. Did I get a cease and desist from 97.5 for what? Why would I get a cease and desist? That's a weird. Why would they send me a cease and desist? What am I? What the fuck? For what? It's weird. No, I haven't gotten anything like that, unless you were just joking. Uh, Oh, so John talked about it on the show today. Cool. Well, that's very cool. Um, He also retweeted it. I don't know what he did. I hope he said good things about coming on. I hope so. Nonetheless, minding my own business, trying to grow my little show here, do my little thing, carve out a little niche. And... uh, I see a tweet that John has responded to and Lance responded to. Some guy just tweets John and Lance, tags them both, says, Hey, John, I hope you, I hope before you went on that little podcast that you went into a Hobby Lobby bathroom and screamed all your sports takes because more people, you might have reached a bigger audience or something like that. I mean, oh, I can find it. I can, I can, I can find it. Hold on. I, I can find this. This is, uh, but this is, this is how people are. And and now when you're in this business, when you do this stuff, you understand that you're going to have, there are just assholes out there. And so you learn to deal with it. So hold on. Let's see. John Granado. So I'm not going to show you who he is or anything like that because fuck that dude. Um, I will. I wouldn't give him any run. Here you go, John. This is so great. This this gives you an insight into how people really are. Like John, before you guessed it on that podcast, did you give any thought to just holding open the men's room door at a Hobby Lobby and shouting your takes into there in hopes of reaching a larger audience? Uh, this is how this, this gives you some idea into the misery that people operate in. I couldn't, I, I guess I just don't think some people are trolls and some people try to be funny and troll. And some people are just assholes. And maybe this dude is one of those or all three of those. Um, and John was just like, uh, that's ugly. When do you think you be a nice person again? So John was cool. <laughs> Shelby said, do you want me to fight him? Uh, 
that's the thing. <laughs> Rob, what's up, Rob? Thanks for being here, buddy. It's so good to see you here several days in a row, man. Thanks for coming back. This is dope. Rob said, release the house. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to, like, if I, I had, like, five different replies that I was going to say to this tweet. In fact, um, I had tried to tweet, hey, fuck you, pal. And then Twitter was like, whoa, 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 fam. Slow down. You can't be mean like that. Are you sure you want to be mean like that? I was like, what the fuck? Hold on, I'm going to show you this because I tweeted out a picture of it. Like, Twitter's not even out here letting me live my own life anymore. I can't even, I can't even curse people out on Twitter anymore. Hold on, I'm saving this. Save. I'm like, come on, Twitter. Like, it's just a simple fuck you, pal. Why is that all? Why do you consider that aggressive now? Why is that? Hold on. Non-sports. Let me pull this over here. So this is the, this is what Twitter hit me with when I tried to, when I tried to uh, tell that guy, fuck you, pal. Look, this is what they hit me with. So I was like, hey, fuck you, pal. You know, I mean, look, it was like, all right, that was uh, not punching down because this dude's a fucking nobody, but it's like, you know, you're being a dick just because I don't have hundreds of thousands of views or followers or whatever. Like, I'm proud of this show. I'm proud of what we do every day and the numbers and the, the support and everything. Like, that'll never waver. But then you see guys like that and you're like, God, you're miserable, huh? Like, you have a sad life. You're, you're, you're so, so anyways, I was going to respond with, hey, fuck you, pal. And Twitter... Twitter was like, do you want to review this before tweeting it? No, I meant every fucking word. We're asking people to review replies with potentially harmful or offensive language. Did we get this wrong? Edit, tweet, or delete? Yeah, you got it wrong, because fuck that guy. No, I don't want you to post it. I don't I don't want you to post it. Uh, I don't know. He didn't delete it. It's still there, CC. But no, I don't want you guys to do anything. And it's not the point. That's not why I'm telling you the story. The point is, is that some people out there are so miserable in their lives that they have to do stuff like that for a like or attention from a radio host in order to fulfill some sort of need deep down that, you know, because I was going to be like, I was going to be an asshole and be like, oh my God, I think all 1,000 people that follow you might have heard this. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? A fuck you pal would be good. Kind of, you know, half joking, half serious. But I was just like, this guy's fucking miserable. It's a, this is a sad dude. Like if you, if you do stuff, like I get trolling is fun and funny. I troll the people in my Facebook group, but it's all in good fun. This is just a guy being a dick. Kind of sad. Tony said, uh, you won't accomplish anything tweeting at him. He just laughs it off. And again, I don't want you to. It's uh, it's pointless. Guys like that, guys like that are only doing stuff for that attention. Like that's literally what they want you to do. So I'm kind of glad Twitter stepped in because he would have gotten the attention that he was looking for and eh. Should hit him with the, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, see, just mute him. I mean, but I don't, I don't, he doesn't tweet me. I don't even think he follows me. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm no, I don't need to mute the guy. I was just like, wow, that was kind of a, it was kind of unnecessarily mean. I was like, okay, what the fuck, dude? Like, 
Odds it's white magic, folks. No, I don't think so. I don't think white magic is like that. I don't think white magic is like that. I don't think I think white magic would say it directly. I think white magic would just be like, hey, fuck you. Oh my god, you guys. Just had a Brian Lamb sighting. What's up, sugar pie honey bunch? How are you, Brian? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by and popping in. We were just uh, just bitching about uh, assholes on Twitter. Um. So yeah, no, it wasn't AJ. Like again, I don't. These are AJ guys like AJ and White Magic. You can call them trolls, but at least they say shit. They're not hiding behind a name. Like this dude kind of hides behind a name. He doesn't have a. And besides that, I just I don't give a fuck in that way. When I saw it. At first, it was like, oh, you're a dick. That, and then I was like, what a sad existence that that's the kind of things you need to do. So, yeah, it's good to see you, Brian. Stalker Brian. Yeah. It's good to, glad to know you're not dead. I saw you uh, maybe be starting a show soon. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I hope it takes off and goes well. Um. So yeah, let's get to it. All right, we got we got headlines to discuss. We've got a lot to get to, but I just had to share that because I thought, well, that's a, that's a sad dude right there. So let's get to our headlines for the day. Let's go. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Uh, bad news, Texans fans. Okay, not really. Uh, Tyrod Taylor has a torn ligament in his wrist. And he's out until who gives a shit? I mean, no, no one really cares. This offense sucks with him. It sucks without him. That that game and a half where he was on it didn't matter. So Tyrod Taylor not going to play. It's probably going to be the Davis Mills show the rest of the year. I think that's. I'm not saying it's planned. Okay, we saw we saw a video of Tyrod getting hurt. He was actually holding his wrist. I mean, if you watch the game, you saw it. It's just convenient, super convenient for the Texans that they can go, hey, look, this isn't working. Let's just have you sit out and we'll see what Davis is. And so now they have the rest of the year to see what Davis is. Spoiler alert, we know what he is. Not good. We know that Davis Mills is not an NFL caliber quarterback, at least not yet. You know, can't, can't, uh, can't predict the future. But right now, what you see of it is pretty disappointing overall from Davis Mills. But he's the quarterback, so there you go. ESPN's FBI numbers say that the Bucs and the Patriots have the two best odds to make the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Yes, please. Yes, 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 please. Yes, we can finally put it all to bed. Remember, <laughs> deuces to the Texans. Amen, Sonia. Uh, rip number 41. What happened to 41? Uh, let's spend the rest of the show on Zach Cunningham highlights. No, no, no. We could do like three minutes. Um, so Cece says, no, no, God, please, no. I know you want the Cowboys to make it. I just, CC with the much struggles that they had, they need to really figure it out and get hot down the stretch, or I just don't think that. And you know I've been backing your Cowboys. I have believed in them, and I've been a, I've been a Cowboy honk, surprisingly. Rob called him Skills Mills. Skills Mills time, baby. I don't care. <laughs> no. 
It's it's no skills mills is pretty much how that goes. Anyways, I am let me tell you why I really would love to see Bucks Patriots because we finally get the answer, right? So year one of the breakup between Belichick and Brady, it was like, oh, I guess it was Brady that was the 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 catalyst behind all of those rings. Cause look, uh, Belichick over there just shit in the bed with Cam. It's a sad existence. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, new team, right back to the Super Bowl and wins it, beats the Chiefs. I guess we got our answer. Fast forward a season, and now Belichick has the Patriots playing out of their mind and 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 with a, not a ton of stars as per usual. The only difference is, like, it's a great defense. They're consistent on both sides of the ball. But the only difference is, is you don't have the goat under center. You've got a rookie and look what they're doing. And now they're the odds on favor to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, as is Tom Brady and the Bucks. So we thought we had our answer, but now, but now we actually can get our answer. Head to head, mano a mano, team to team. Brady, Belichick, Belichick, Brady. I want this. I need this in my life. I need that drama for the Super Bowl. Yes, please make it happen. Please don't mess this up. Any of you, please. What's up, Mimi? Mimi said, sorry, I'm late. Girl, better late than never. Thanks for being here. Oh, my God. Flip said, bring back TJ Yates. What? Bring back Case Keenum. Okay, don't start that shit. Hey, I wonder if Vince Young's busy. Stop it. Texas A&M defensive coordinator Mike Elko and also former Dallas Cowboy head coach, former Giants OC Jason Garrett are reportedly on Duke's radar for their open head coach job. Thanks to Total Dallas for sending me this via Twitter. Um, Okay. I guess, like, cool. It's Duke. I mean, you hate to see Mike Elko go. He's done a fantastic job with that A&M defense. But it's Duke. But it's a head coaching job. It's a head coach job. You take that. Jason Garrett, on the other hand, feels like a fall from grace, right? Like your head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, lose that job. Okay. I'll go be an OC for the New York football giants. What? Shit to bed. Okay. And now you're the head coach for Duke. And let me tell you, we we know how that's going to end. Duke is Duke. Duke is Duke. Of course, I guess you could have told me Cincinnati is Cincinnati and look what Fickle's done over there, right? We'll get to him in just a second. Cowboys Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, is back from the COVID protocol. So rest assured, Cowboy fan, you got your head coach back. Former New Orleans Saints player Glenn Foster Jr. has died in custody after arrest, after being arrested and a fight occurred between himself and the police. And I I wanted to pull up the story on this because this is kind of interesting. Uh, so, and I'll be honest, I don't remember who Glenn Foster Jr. is, uh, but apparently police in Alabama have shared some of the details that came out. Foster was initially arrested on Friday after he was involved in a high-speed chase. He was driving at speeds of upwards of 90 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. Um, 
He was chased and they, they, they hit 100 miles an hour. He was booked. Well, so he crashed. He was taken into custody following a struggle with officers. Uh, it says he was booked in the Pickens County Jail. His family paid to have him bailed out. Here's where it gets weird. His family paid to bail him out and made arrangements with authorities to send him to a hospital in Birmingham on Sunday for a mental evaluation. Apparently, he was diagnosed 10 years ago as being bipolar. Uh, so they, they bail him out. They make a, arrangements for him to get to a, ho- a mental hospital or a, to a hospital for mental evaluation. Foster was then rebooked on three felony counts of assault and one of third degree robbery stemming from an incident in the jail on Sunday. Foster allegedly attacked a fellow detainee. The man was reportedly sleeping when he was being handcuffed. Foster tried to fight a correctional officer. Uh, injured the officer's nose. Foster remained in custody until Monday when deputies brought him to a hospital in Northport, Alabama. He died shortly after arriving to the hospital. So a very strange story. I think the question that a lot of people are going to have is how come you didn't get him the medical attention that he that he might have needed? And was, was this injuries from the accident? Was this injuries from the scuffles with the police or the detainee or the other the other um, person in the jail don't know. Pretty interesting story though. Um, so yeah, Glenn Foster Jr. dead uh, in police custody. Oh, what's up y'all? Andy Huggins is here. Holy shit. The gang is all here. I'm loving this. Andy Huggins says if Belichick versus Brady happened in the Super Bowl afterwards, the NFL should fold up shop and call it a day. <laughs> That's it, right? Like we got our, I love that Andy. I love that. That is so true. Just like, all right, we're done. We're good. Donna! What's up, sweet girl? Donna's in the building. Look at this, man. I'm so happy. You guys make me happy showing up. All right, rest of the headlines look like this. Uh, Luke Fickle was named the Home Depot Coach of the Year, rightfully so. I don't think that that was any doubt. Uh, CJ McCollum has a collapsed lung. We talked a little bit about that on Sports Riot Live last night. Um, But CJ McCollum, not in good shape. Collapsed lung. No telling how long he'll be out. And speaking of the Blazers, Dame Lillard, want, Dame Lillard wants a two-year extension in the coming offseason. Here's the scary thing about that. He's going to want that extension no matter what, trade or no trade. And if you're the Blazers, are you... I mean, if there's already been questions about his commitment to the organization and what they do, there was discussions. I saw an article that talked about... Dame Lillard wants to wants to trade CJ McCollum and some picks and go get Ben Simmons and play alongside Ben Simmons because he doesn't have to worry about him shooting from the perimeter. It'll all be Dames. It's a mess. Portland is an absolute mess. Just fired their GM for cause after an exhaustive hunt to find a reason to fire him and not have to pay him. They found one. So the Blazers have been in turmoil, but I don't know if I would blame it all on their GM. But it's bad. And if I'm the Blazers, I'm like, all right, this is done. Dame is, we got to find Dame a new home. Let's, let's, let's get younger. Let's rebuild. Let's figure something out. Cause it just, this seems like Russ in Seattle, uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, Watson here, Russ here, uh, um, uh, at Westbrook, that is, uh, 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 Deshaun here. Like, 
I didn't hire, I'm sorry, I said Watson. Uh, uh, the beard. James Harden here. Like, they, there's these stars that get disgruntled and they don't like the direction the organization is going and they want out. I wouldn't force it at this point. If you can trade him, trade him. Maybe, maybe the path forward isn't building around Dame. Maybe the path forward is building around C.J. McCollum. Bringing in a star. Doing it that way. Trade Dame for another piece. I don't know. But, but at the end of the day, if these are the headlines and Dame Lillard wants a two-year extension in the offseason, I'm Portland. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You can get that elsewhere, fam, but we're good. We're good. Because, too, remember now, expiring contracts on players like Dame can be valuable. I mean, they can also be a detriment because if somebody's going to trade for Dame, they want him locked up. So maybe you do a sign and trade. But sometimes expiring contracts can be a big deal. Especially for a team like the Rockets, for example. Because you might say, well, nobody wants to trade for Dame and then lose him. Well, let's think about this for a second. And I don't know, how much how much does he have left on his, let's see, SpotTrack.com. Dame Lillard has, search, come on. Let me pull this up here. See? So, what the hell? I just said Damian Lillard is who I wanted. What the hell's going on here? Pull it up! You raggedy bitch. Okay, so Dame has, well, so he's got this year, he's got two years left, and then a player option for 2024. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2025. John Wesling in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! Everybody's showing up. What have I done to deserve this uh, amazing blessings for you guys all being here. Thank you all, man. This is so fantastic. Yeah, the gang's all here. I'm loving it. Uh, nonetheless, Dame, look, Dame wants a two-year extension, and I, I thought he was maybe had two years left on his deal, but he's obviously got three plus a player option. And then he wants two added onto that. Oof. No, I'm good. I'm good. If that's what I got to do, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't want to do that based just on just solely off these numbers. Unless you're, I mean, if you're trading Dame, okay. But if I'm the Blazers, I'm not doing that. No, thanks. Now, you know, maybe maybe another team wants to do that, sign and trade. So, we're here because of a mean tweet. Is that true? Is that true? That's not true. You stop lying. It's not my birthday. Shut the fuck up, Total Dallas. All right, let's get to some more sports here. Uh, we got, I like I said, I got a bunch of weird shit to talk about. Before we do that, though, real quick, I want to tell you guys about the streamathon. Do not forget December seventeenth. Put it on your calendar. The streamathon happens Friday night. It is a Friday night. I forgot, Jen. What time is it? I I don't remember if we said seven or eight o'clock. I don't remember if we said seven, seven o'clock start time or eight o'clock start time. I got to get the start time because somebody asked me about that. Uh, seven o'clock start time. Good. Thank you, house. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Seven o'clock start time, Friday night, December 17th. Two hour show. Going to have some guests popping in. Going to have a good time. Uh, got an auction. Got a raffle. Our goal is $10,000. That worries me. But our goal is lofty, and it's for a great cause. Zoe's Outreach uh, Ministries. Um, this is a foundation that does a lot of good for a lot of folks. In fact, they're doing a winter wonderland where they go around to 
folks that live in uh, affordable housing or uh, government housing and um, uh, they they bring winter wonderland to them. This is the, the, but this 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 organization does stuff year round. They they do things for underprivileged children. They do things for the homeless. They do things for people in need. It's it's amazing. And uh, Jen has personally found and vetted this organization. And if and if Jen vets it, you know it's legit. Uh, so she I'm I'm excited about this, and I think we're gonna do a lot of good for a lot of folks and help help somebody do a lot of good for a lot of folks. So I'm excited about that. So do not forget the Burial Deck Streamathon, December 17th, 2021. The raffle will start on Monday and Irma Gerd, Irma Gerd, let me give you the list of everything. Oh, fuck. I didn't make the fantasy today, Jen. Damn it. Uh, Bye, CC. We love you, Bobo. Oh, shit. Chris Mina. What's up, Playboy? Good to see you, famo. Uh, the better looking Mina. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what all is in the raffle here. Mr. Mina showed up. You guys, Jeff Bell's here. Holy shit. You guys are busting out. All right, so here's the raffle items we have. We have custom shoes. Remember last year, the custom uh, Air Force Ones from Abigail? Those are back on the block for auction. Uh, Christopher Hart's donating $500 in booze for auction. We've got H-Town Dental 2 general cleaning x-rays exams. Can be redeemed at any H-Town Dental across the city. That's on raffle. We've got Perfume Time is donating Burberry Cologne for men and women. That's on raffle as well. Dan's has given us $450 gift cards for the raffle. So you just buy your raffle tickets and you can win the shit that's in the raffle. It's amazing. Uh, we have an autographed Pulp Fiction um, photo courtesy of, or excuse me, um, autographed Pulp Fiction poster courtesy of Dr. Dre on 290. Derek Lewis is signing some gloves for me for the auction. That's going to be dope. We got a rocket package that Joel picked up. Uh, for us for the auction as well. Lisa, the real, real, her daughter's donating a $75 towards a custom cake for you to get for anniversaries or birthdays or whatever. That's going to be in the targeted raffle. We've got Houston Sabercats tickets, four of those. Uh, plus Jeremy Vinegar and his buddy are working on, we're working on a tattoo package for you. Um, and then, and then, uh, Jess, I think is in it. Don't drink and draw. I know Cisco's uh, Jen told me that uh, the Cisco's place of business out in the Hill Country. Let me pull up the tweet here. Oh, shit. Where'd it go? Damn it. I've lost it. Nope. Where, wait, what? Yep, I lost it. Anyways, Jess is in for another painting. And um, Cisco's folks are doing a wine tasting. I don't remember what it is. Also, 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 <laughs> Tony, 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 if you don't shut the fuck up, Tony said, I'll donate lunch with Tony. We're trying to raise money. Okay. We're trying to, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to run people off. I mean, I'll go to lunch with you. You handsome son of a bitch. Um, Justin said, where can I get tickets for the raffle? So that's all going to be on our bidding house site. And that will all start on Monday, December 13th. You'll be able to start buying your tickets. And we're doing something a little different. We're doing like a targeted raffle. So some of these things like last year, like if you won something and you were like, ah, so we're going to have a general raffle, but we're going to have a couple of targeted items. So you can buy your tickets and you can target an item and be like, man, I really want to get, I really want to win this thing. The, the Sabercats tickets. 
So we'll have a few of those targeted items that you can say, and then everyone can still win the general raffle as well. It's going to be cool. We'll have all the explanation for you. But Monday, you'll be able to start buying your tickets. Super dope. Now, my buddy Jesse Payton, last year he donated he donated the Clay Thompson signed jersey. I think he donated a Lance Berkman signed jersey. And was it was it the Arian Foster jersey? or I don't remember. He donated three things last year. I hit him up again because his memorabilia collection is ridiculous. And my my but Jesse Payton is donating for this streamathon two items. A batting helmet signed on each side by Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio. They both they've signed on each side of the batting helmet. So one of the items up for auction is going to be a Houston Astros batting helmet. With autographs from Jeff Bagwell and and uh, Craig Biggio. That's super dope. He's also donating a bat. A bat signed by Manny Machado. Uh, this is dope as shit, man. Like, yeah, that Manny Machado. Like, the man Manny Machado. So that's that's pretty fucking dope. Paul said trash. Paul's trying to run people off. Uh, he's like, that's trash. Don't buy that. That's that's bullshit. Uh, so I'm pretty that's I'm pretty excited. Thank you to Jesse Payton. Thank you to everybody that's donated. Dr. Dre on 290, uh, Raheel, the Sabercats, Lisa, uh, Derek Lewis, Dan Seafood and Wings, Perfume Time, H Town Dental, Christopher Hart, Abigail Dillon, uh, Derek Lewis. I mentioned uh, Joel and the Houston Rockets, Lisa. Thank you to everybody. Very much appreciate you guys, including Jeremy Benninger. Hope that we can get that worked out as well. Um, not the world's best Astros anymore. What? And if you don't shut up, Paul. All right, so let's talk about the headline of this show. <sighs> What's up, Cisco? I was just talking about you, buddy. Just saying how we've got... Uh, We've got your uh, wine tasting donation from your from your folks. I'm excited about that. Altuve best ever now. Yeah, but Paul, who gives a shit? It's still Bagwell Biggio. Still Hall of Famers. Paul, don't be that guy. Okay? Don't be that guy. <laughs> Hold on. Short driver Pookie said, I was pissed that I didn't win the Deshaun Watson signed football. It was a football, not a helmet. Now I'm glad I won the cologne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kirk Herbstreet, you guys, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Kirk Herbstreet is out here. Uh, oh, I forgot to check the pod bean. What's up? AJ Burner count. Oh, no, no, no. John was on the Barry show. I don't know. What's up, Nick over there? We got eight people watching on pod, or listening on pod bean. That's dope. What's up? Keith Sager over there. Cherry. Eyes Cavan. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. Thanks for all being over there on pod bean. You can listen live now. Kirk Herbstreet, let's talk about it. So this dude, Kirk Herbstreet, you you know him. He's out here basically kind of like boo-boo. Stick your head and doo-doo. He's basically saying that all of the conspiracy theories that existed that everyone talked about how the CFP, the college football playoff committee was just trying to keep the non power five schools out of the playoffs 
He's like, that is all out the window. That is gone. And he said, it's gone because Cincinnati is in. So he says, he's basically saying, and this is his quote. Let me, uh, oh shit, did I not make his quote? I thought I made a quote. This is what, this is what Kirk Herbstreet said on Twitter about the conspiracy theory that non-Power 5 schools were being kept out of the college football playoffs on purpose. Quote, after seven years of bitching and complaining from a vocal minority that the CFP system is rigged and the small guy, quote, unquote, small guy, well, never get a chance, all caps. Haven't heard much from you last couple days. Everything Okay. What's the next conspiracy theory? Can't wait because this one is history. Oh, Kurt. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. I don't think you know how this works, buddy. Just because they've allowed, graciously allowed Cincinnati in, doesn't mean that the conspiracy theories are done. Doesn't mean that the conspiracy, they pretty much had no point. Their bullshit would have really been called if Notre Dame would have gotten in ahead of them, especially when Notre Dame's one loss was to them. Now, maybe they could have put in Oak State, but it was too late. People knew the Cincinnati team was too good to deny. And here's the thing about conspiracies. Especially in this case. In this, what's up, Brandon Hannon? Especially in this case. The thing about this conspiracy is just because it's happened once doesn't prove that the conspiracy didn't and doesn't exist. It just means that we really don't have a choice. We've got to put Cincinnati in. I told you guys that four or five weeks ago. I said, if Cincinnati isn't in the top four at a certain point, and I think it was three or four weeks ago, it's because they do not want them in. It's not because they haven't earned it. But with all of these other teams losing and Cincinnati just holding strong and winning and winning significantly, they had no choice. They had no choice. Wall said... Oak State was six inches from knocking Cincy out. But they didn't. But they didn't. Are you going to give me that same excuse, Walt, for Auburn and Bama? I mean, wins are wins and losses are losses. Everybody escapes. Everybody gets lucky. There were several stinkers that Bama had. Georgia pretty much dominated all year until they didn't. But everybody's got those near misses. Everybody's got those close calls. And there was no doubt when they beat Notre Dame. So to me, this doesn't, the fact that since he's in doesn't just eliminate the theory, doesn't eliminate the conspiracy. I still think it's it's alive and kicking. I still don't think that they want non-Power 5 schools, the Cincinnati's and the Boise States of the world, in the college football playoffs. Because 
the perception is no one gives a shit about those schools and they don't want to watch them. They're not good for business. That's the reality of it. They're not good for business. You know what is good for business? Notre Dame, Ohio State, Texas. The LSUs of the world. The powerhouses in the Power Five conferences. Those are good. Cincinnati is just, it's a great Cinderella story. No one outside of Cincinnati really gives a shit about Cincinnati. And the fact is, the only reason people like me give a shit about Cincinnati is because I want to see them stick it to the big guys. Because the CFP and this panel has been so exclusionary in the past, yeah, I want to see the underdog and the little guy stick it to them. Absolutely. I mean, you guys want to talk about a sports erection? Oh, my God. Do you understand the chub I would get if Cincinnati knocks off Bama? What? It ain't going to happen, but what? Oh, my God. I would love it. But this old Kirk thinks now that the now that since he's in, we can squash the conspiracy. It doesn't mean it didn't exist in the past and it won't exist going forward. It just means they had no choice this year. That's that's literally all it means. We'll pull up Cincy's. Uh, let's see here. Oh, so Herb Street's out here making videos about Alabama. I'm kind of over Kirk Herb Street. I, I feel like this dude, like I'm I'm done with this dude. Like he doesn't, he doesn't do it for me. I, I, I thought he was good at what he did at one point. Just don't think so. Just, I, I, he's too jaded and slanted in my opinion. Walt said, I agree. I was just saying Oak State losing left them with no excuse to kink Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if it doesn't, I'm an Alabama fan, but I would like to see Cincinnati win. Don't tell CeCe that when she comes back, okay? How <laughs> said go Michigan. Sorry, Sean. And Jen, who's an Ohio State fan, said, I'm going to cut you, bitch. I'm going to cut your ass. I'm going to cut your stupid ass. Christy said, I like that deal. So Tony, you guys, has announced... If Cincy wins the national title, I will get a tattoo of Rev on my shoulder. I'm going to write that down in the Barry on Deck official sticky note. Uh, once it goes in here, it's uh, it's official. So... I don't know why people do that still. Uh, done. Tony will get, oh, sorry. If since he wins national title, Tony will get a picture of a baboon's ass tattooed on his shoulder. Oh, house. Christy said, you done fucked up, Tony. You done fucked 
it up, Tony. Oh, my God. I'll say, well, Tony, then you'll have two handsome faces. All right. Sandoval's a go blue guy. What do we got? Let me. Oh, you know what? Now would be a good time for a chat poll. If you're a, if you're a beaner, sorry. I don't know. Pod beaner. I got to clarify because sometimes people might watch this and be like, hey, what the fuck? Jen said, I'll put it in my notebook because Barry will lose that paper. Oh, my God. You know me, Jen. Oh, my God. It's like you've, it's like you've worked with me for a year and a half. <laughs> Walt said, that's assuming Tony doesn't already have a tattoo of Rev next to his total Dallas tattoo. Uh, Dr. Pookie said, I don't know shit about college football, but go Cincinnati. There you go. Uh, Over on Podbean, I can't do polls, I don't believe. Um, So Eric Resenda says, I think Walt is saying if Oak State would have won, Cincy would have been out because they would have been the Big 12 champs. I don't think so, though. You think that they would have put in Oak State, a one-loss team over the AAC champs? I guess you got to show love to your Power Five. I, I guess I don't know. Yes, thank you. That's the that's the correct that's the correct way to do it. Pod Bean, or. Get a POT visa business check. No, that's not how that works. You shut your whore mouth, Tony. Uh, all right, let's do a poll. I'm curious to see in the chat. I'm going to create a poll here. Who wins the CFP chip? There you go. We're going to go... Uh, Michigan. Oh, well, let's just go in seeding order. Bama. Michigan. Georgia. Or Cincy. All right. Now, I'm going to put this in the chat. If you're watching on Facebook, jump over to YouTube. If you're on Podbean, jump over to YouTube. Ask your community. There we go. Let's get a vote going. Let's see who you got. Who do you think wins the national title? Who you actually, you know what? No, 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 no. Who are you rooting for to win the national title? That's what that should be. Let me change that. That should be who are you rooting for? How do you edit this, some bitch? Well, you guys get it. You know what? I'm going to end that poll. That's oh, too late. Fuck it. People are voting. It's whatever. Uh, Sandoval and H-Town said the University of Michigan. Uh, go blue, fuck Ohio. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Jen's going to cut y'all. But you know what, Jim? We got to let the fans cheer cheer for who they cheer for. I mean, some of these dumbasses cheer for the Texans. So what do you want me to do? PP Dubs, what's up, Dave? Dave said M go blue. Um, he, She does have my Amex card, but I have to. I got to watch it closely because Jen's out there. Just, you know. Oh, look, Cece did the elephant. I never understood the elephant. All right, you guys vote. I'm curious to see who you're rooting for. While you do that, uh, I'm team fuck Kirk Herbstreak at this point. <sighs> Let's, um, okay. That's 303. I don't need a break. 
Although we do have a Whisker Wednesday we got to get to. So, but I want to do this story and then we'll take a break and then we'll come back and do Whisker Wednesday. And I forgot to make the fantasy stuff. So I don't have, I maybe we'll do fantasy tomorrow because I forgot, but I do want to talk about this story real quick. So, um, I want to get this name right here. So Carlos Correa and his wife, Daniela, I couldn't remember her name and I didn't want to disrespect her and not use her name. Carlos Correa and his wife, Daniela, um, announced on their Instagram that their uh, newborn baby boy, their first child, excuse me. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Oh, their son. Kylo Daniel Correa was born November 29th. 2021 this year a couple days ago week ago maybe 10 days ago which congratulations i think that's awesome good for them the only thing that bothered me and it was it's just maybe just a pet peeve and you guys are going to tell me i'm petty and that's fine but this was the picture that they posted on their Instagram. So they have a picture of themselves and then they put a heart over the baby's face. I why? Like why Why would you put a heart over the baby's face? When I showed Nora, she goes, well, that's stupid. All babies look alike. I was like, that's racist. She's like, I'm not saying, I didn't say white babies or black babies. I'm saying all babies look alike. That's kind of true. But why would you put a heart over the baby's face? Don't, what? Christy said, maybe the baby's ugly. <laughs> Christy, I love you so much. Oh my God, that is so fucking funny. I'm sure the baby's adorable. I mean, his parents are strikingly handsome and attractive. She's all right, too. Uh, well, I, why put a heart over the baby's face? So Stephen, the weather guy says people are very sensitive about their kids' pictures being on the internet. Well, then don't post the fucking picture on the internet. That's the whole point. You went out of your way to make a photo of you and your baby and then put it on Instagram and then cover your baby's face. How about it's just a photo of you and your husband or you and your wife and maybe a, a, a little sign that's got the baby's name on it. Kylo Correa, welcome to the world. Or if you don't want the baby on the gram, then don't post a fucking picture of the baby on the gram. Then put a heart over its face. Well, I want to share with the world, but not that much. Just don't share with the world then. That makes no sense to me. 
but there's creepy people out there that take baby pictures that don't put your fucking baby on IG. What's the point? Did you think we wouldn't believe you if you didn't show us a picture of the baby? I bet they're lying. I bet they're lying. I bet they don't have a baby. I bet they're just saying that for the tax write-off. What? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, hey guys, I wanted to, I wanted to show you something on my phone. Uh, check out this picture I got of the cats. <laughs> Isn't that great? Barry, we can't see it. Yeah, I don't want you seeing my cats. Well, then why the fuck are you showing us your phone? Because there's a picture of my cats on it. Doesn't make sense. It's weird to me. It's weird. And you know what? You know what? The crazy thing is, is they're not the only ones that did it. As I'm scrolling through my Twitter or Instagram or whatever, Justin Verlander posts a picture of him and Kate and their daughter somewhere. And it's he's holding their daughter. And they're on vacay. They put a heart over her face. So I guess I guess this is an issue for celebrities where they gotta put a you know, their baby's face has to have a heart on it. That's not. Got to put a heart on the baby's face. Heart, heart, heart over the baby's face. I don't understand. Just don't post the pictures of your baby, right? Or blur out the whole baby. I don't know. It just, it just seems weird to me. Um, so Shelby said, that's a celebrity thing. They get enough money to pay a ransom. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, you're talking about just to post the picture of the baby without a face? That's weird. Maybe the baby has the matching moles Correa has on his face. Wow, Flip, that wasn't very nice. Uh, Amos said, that's kind of what celebrities do these days until they're ready to show them. Not the first or the ninth time I've seen that. I've never seen that. I honestly had never seen that. Like why, if you're not ready to show your baby, then just don't show your baby. I don't know. That just, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. There you go, Mimi. You're right. Just say cover the baby's face. But it was specifically a heart on the baby's face. Okay. You're right, Mimi. You're right. Michael Jackson started it. Covered his kids up. He was crazy about his kids. I don't want you guys seeing mattress and uh, box springs. What did he name his kids? He named his blanket or some shit. <laughs> that would be great if he really did name his kids mattress and box. I'd like you guys to meet my kids. This is mattress and that is box spring and this is Tempur-Pedic and that is Sealy. And uh, this is my stepson blanket. He kind of goes, but he's Afghan. <laughs> What? Come on. Come on, chat. Shelby's nailed it. Shelby has nailed it. Hunnard. Hunnard. H-U-N-N-E-R-D. Hunnard percent. Shelby said, I think they just wanted to show themselves in their house. You think so? You think so? No. Absolutely they did. Like, let's show them our fancy house. We'll wear all white with no shoes because it's very uh, sophisticated. It's like sophisticated cash. 
They're probably, they, I guarantee you this happened. I guarantee you they're sitting there and the photographer, professional photographer for a baby picture in the house. They're sitting there and they're like, okay, let me get, let me get my shoes off. Okay. Come here, honey. Get up next to me. All right. Get over here, boo-boo. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay, guys. Go. And the photographer's like, you guys left the baby in the other room. Huh? Oh, fuck. <sighs> Carlos, where's the nanny? Lupita, bring the baby! And like, oh yeah, we gotta get the baby in the picture. Fuck. It's a baby picture. I mean, but they'll see the crib, right? They could just assume. No, no. Gotta have a baby in the picture. <laughs> Steven Weatherguy said, does your shirt really say avocado? Yeah, bitch. What? Avocado, ho? What's up, player? You don't know about that avocado. Don't know about that. What you know about that avocado? Fucking love this shirt. Kidding me? Uh, I think Michigan won the pill. The poll? Let's see. Is the poll over? Oh, Michigan. So everybody's rooting for Michigan. I like. Very nice. I like. 17% of you. Let's end the poll. Ten, we got 40 votes in. 52 of you watching. That's close enough. Very nice. I like. Uh, let's say Michigan won the pill. And where the hell did the poll go? Oh, there it goes. There it goes. I don't know how to. Does it pop it up on my side over here? So who wins the CFP chip? Michigan, 34%. Bama, 25%. Cincinnati, 22%. Georgia, 17%. Okay. 40 votes. It was supposed to be who are you rooting for, but I, I assume that's who you're also rooting for, who you think is going to win. So whatever. Tony said, Barry, have you lost weight? You look slim. Yeah, buddy, I have. I'm down. I, I'm trying to keep myself under two. I was at 216 walking around at one point. And then I had I shot that special in Utah for dry bar. And I tried to get down to 180. I got down or I tried to get down to, yeah, under 190. Or what was that? I was trying to lose 20 pounds in 30 days. And ended up losing 18 in 30. So I was down to like 192 at one point. But I'm, I'm up a little, you know, holidays and all that. I got back up to actually a couple of days ago. I was 201. But then started starving myself again. So I'm now back down to 199. Christy said, show us the belly button again. What? No, I'm not. No. I didn't show you my belly button. Oh, just because I'm fat and it came through. Yeah. I'm going to go around exposing my... I have an any, by the way. Yeah, I have an any. It's, uh, it's disturbing. Got to remember to clean your belly button if you have an any. It can get gross. Stevens, I get another colon, get more colonoscopies. You'll lose weight faster. No, thanks. Not a fan of peeing out my butthole. Not, not a, not a fan of that at all. So I'm good. All right. So I got Kirk Herb Street done. Close that out. Correa's baby done. Let's take a quick break. When we come back. Oh, Andy Huggins, 134, but it's the holidays. My dude, y'all, I'm so proud of Andy Huggins. Can I tell you, Andy is not a guy. Andy hasn't really, Andy's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm a, Andy doesn't take his, hasn't, wasn't taking his health seriously, like most of us, me included. But I got to say shout out to Andy Huggins. I'm proud of my dude. Started taking his health seriously uh, and uh, it shows and he's healthier and he's eating better. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you, buddy. 
I'm glad and I'm uh, I'm 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 happy for you. So hang in there. It's because it's hard. Rev House said belly button lint is the real threat. Boy, I tell you what, don't smell it. All right, that was a public service announcement. Okay, let's get to a break. Um, uh, we're going to come back. I got Whisker Wednesday for you. Two adorable animals, which I didn't do. What is wrong with me today? I didn't even make my Whisker Wednesdays. I have failed. I have failed miserably. I'm going to have to try to make these at the break. I have failed you guys so badly. So badly. Katie sent over the Whisker Wednesdays. I'm just realized. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Too much sleep. I just realized I didn't make the Whisker Wednesdays. So now I'm going to have to fire up the software and make the Whisker Wednesdays for the show so that I can show you these adorable animals. We'll have to do fantasy tomorrow for sure. Because I'm definitely not going to spend the time on the show um, making the, the what's it called? The fantasy updates. But I will do the Whisker Wednesday because that's important to me. Oh, I got to find Olaf. Oh, I think we have Olaf in here somewhere, don't we? That's so sad. Uh, all right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Michael Strahan riding a penis rocket into space. We're going to talk about the pettiest shit I've ever seen. I thought this was fake when heartthrob Philip Barnard told me about it. I thought it was fake. It's not fake, but some dude in Oklahoma is the pettiest politician I've ever seen. We're going to talk about the University of Texas Pancake Factory. Not what you think. And then I have a bunch of non-sport stuff, including um, the biggest comedy festival you've ever seen. New plastics made out of semen. How they're stealing your cars now and more. So we're going to get to all of that after this break. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to stick around for all that. I promise you it's going to be worth it. But I'm Barry. This is Barry on deck. You stick around. I'll see you in five minutes or less or it's free. So go poop or pee or whatever it is you do during the break. And I'll see you in a second. Don't go anywhere. Where's Cleo? Where'd she go? Have you seen Cleo? Where is she? Where's Cleo? 
Oh, there she is. There she is. And we are live from Sky Fox 1. Crackhead on the loose. Last seen smoking crystal meth out of a Pepsi can. Yes, hello. I was supposed to get a delivery of love and affection. Where the fuck is it? Things in my house that are in desperate need of attention. Me. No touching, please. I said don't move. Move your hand. Move. Move it. Move it. Six feet. Social distancing. Come on. Move it more. More. Okay. Hold right there because I don't trust it. Wait, did you sanitize? Ew. Number two of a Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinack. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't can go have sex, sexual relations with your persons. Um, the signal in Mount, Mount Bellevue sucks. The YouTube signal, it's pretty much internet dependent. Um, <laughs> Katie does a great job. Yeah, Bob Emery. Or whatever his name is. Love that dude. I wish I wish I would have gotten a hold of him before he blew up. Because good luck. Good luck trying to get him on a show. Now's the time of year to get your MLB shop gear. I feel like it was an ad. I just got, I think, guys, I don't want to ruin it. 
I think I just got my first pair of Crocs in the mail today. I mean, I have, I have my slides, which I like these, but they're, they're Adidas slides. They're cool. But I saw Crocs and I was like, man, those look so comfortable. Those look like the perfect outdoor smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey on the back porch while you watch football or take out the trash or, you know, run to the mailbox or just generally kicking it at the mall, cruising for chicks kind of shoes. Yeah, that's what I want them for. I don't have good house shoes. I don't have, Christy said, Barry, no. I don't have good house shoes, Christy. I need a good, solid house shoe. Uh, Cherry said, Crocs are so comfy with some fuzzy socks. Shit. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, you shut your whore mouth, Chris Reyes. No, see, I tried some house slippers. They they slid around. They had like a hard bottom and they slipped off my feet. House slippers are very wishy-washy. Mark said, is this Barry's way of telling us Nora's pregnant? No. God, no. No. And I would be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take pictures of with um, Oliver and then I'm going to put a heart over his face. And be like, guys, check out my cat. Barry has entered the world of old men. I'm not going to wear them with black socks. I mean, I might dress socks. That's possible. It's, it's possible. Well, tell me about it, D-Mata. I'm always on the hunt for some comfy house shoes. <laughs> Walt said I refuse to try on Crocs because I don't want to get hooked. Yeah, I've never tried a pair on. We just ordered them. So we're going to see what happens. We're going to see how it goes. Hey, welcome to everybody over there on the Podbean. Thank you, Beaners, for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, who else over there? We got six people over there listening. That's what's up. That's what's up. I dig it. Uh, what's up, Perry? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> he said Barry is. Amos said Barry is slowly become a Gen Zer. First skinny jeans, now Crocs. I'm not a Gen Zer, and that really hurts my feelings. It gives me anxiety. It makes me feel. Makes me feel a certain way. I need my medicine, my ADD, ADHD. I don't know. I'm Gen X, I think. I think I'm Gen X. I think. Croc charms? No. Now, this is what we won't do. Okay. I'm going to buy some Crocs. And I don't know. I feel like everybody knows what Crocs are. And I want to go open it, but it's Nora's. Like, Nora bought them for me. I don't know if they're for Christmas or if they're just for, you know, here, have some Crocs. Um, these are the ones I want. I wanted the navy with the white bottoms. Like, they had to be fashionable. I wasn't just going to get some old regular-ass Crocs. But if you don't know what Crocs are, if you lived under a a, a, a rock uh, over the last year, let me save these here. I just want to show you a picture. This is kind of what I think I'm getting. Shows. This is kind of what I think I'm getting here. I think that's what she ordered me. I mean, come on, fam. That looks pretty good. Now, what they're talking about is 
<laughs> Sonia said, Barry, yes, uh, navy with the white bottoms. If you have to wear them, wear Cowboys colors, LOL. That's un I love the color navy, so yeah, it does work out to be basically Cowboy Crocs. That's what it is, and I'm not ashamed of it. That's not a platform, Christy. You shut your goddamn mouth. I almost said horn mouth, but that seems wildly inappropriate to yell to a to a female. I'll tell Walt to shut his whore mouth, but not a female. No way. John said those are tight. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped about these guys. I mean, seriously. What's not to like? They're comfy. They're breathable. I'm not I'm not wearing them out. I'm not wearing them, you know, like, hey, babe, it's movie night. It's date night. <laughs> it's Fidel. Give me two purrs. I need two so I can get stumbling in my Croc Force Ones. They should do a collab. Air Crocs. Croc Force Ones. Oh my gosh. Christy said, call me a whore. Are those native shoes? No, they're Crocs. They're Crocs. What are native shoes? Is that is that racist, Brandon Hannon? Are you being racist? Native shoes. You talking about moccasins? Oh, holy shit. What is this we've stumbled upon? What kind of... These look like a cross between Crocs and Converse. Say no more, fam. What? As my Aunt Diane would say, God rest her soul. My aunt was the loudest person in the world. The loudest person in the world. These are natives. Let's check these out, huh? Stinger. Look at that. Those are natives. They look like Converse. And those are $35. Huh. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Cherry said, if you wear them without socks, you're going to have some stinky tootsies. Just a warning. Oh, see, I go sand socks a lot of times. So it's already a. Kind of an issue. A little bit. Donna said, ooh, I like it. Yeah, those are those aren't bad at all. Now, see that I would wear with some shorts in the summer. 100 percent Like those are those are here. Let me let me save this one. Save image as these are like some uh Chuck Taylor crocs right here. There we go. That ain't bad. I seriously would wear those. I bet them sons of bitches are comfy. I don't know why they put holes for the laces. You're not going to put on laces. I guess it just matches the motif. But aren't the holes, by the way, supposed to prevent your feet from stinking? Isn't that the whole point? How said I always have socks? See, I was just saying the same thing. House, why the fuck do they have lace holes? But I guess it just goes with the, like I said, the motif. Those look like updated jellies. <laughs> I remember jellies back in the day. Oh my God. I had like six pairs. Just kidding. I never wore jellies. Never had jellies. Looks like a spaghetti strainer. Oh, hater in the house. Flip. How many pairs of Crocs do you have? Huh? How many pairs of Crocs do you have? Don't you lie to me, you raggedy bitch. How many pairs of Crocs do you have? They didn't make jellies for men, did they? All right, now we got to Google fucking... This has turned into the weird shoe hour. Jellies for men. 
Yeah, they don't make jellies for, well, I mean, I guess dudes just wear jellies. Oh, they do. This is very strange. These are called sun jellies. The problem is, is they don't look like. Hold on. Hold, please. Jelly factory. Hold, please. Let's get this on here. So this is the, I still want jellies. Cherry says, uh, this is the website and these are, what the hell are Turkish towels? I don't even want to click on that. Was this called sun Jesus? Oh, sun jellies. So those are, those are dudes jellies. I'm good. No. I'll stick to Crocs. <laughs> those natives were nice, though. I don't know who brought that up. Was it Brandon Hannon? But yeah, those look nice. Uh, did somebody ask for a shoe check? Uh, can we get a shoe check? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it was Aaron's day. So I'm just back to, I'm back to my dailies. Back to my dailies. That's what I wear. No socks. They're a little, uh, they're a little ripe. They're a little ripe. So there's a shoe check. Yeah. I have run errands. So I just put those on. Um, unless walking to water, of course. What? What? I don't know what that means. All right, let's get to, we got Whisker Wednesday to get to, folks. Let's get to, I need to create a Whisker, I need to create a Whisker Wednesday, uh, intro as well. For sure! I gotta get a Whisker Wednesday in here, but let's do this. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't know, where's my overlays? There we go. Whisker Wednesday brought to you by Special Pals. Well, brought to you in conjunction with, not by. They don't, they don't pay for the time. They don't, uh, but I'm happy to do it. And uh, I'm happy to support them and Katie because uh, she believes in special pals and I believe in Katie. So special pals open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. for adoptions. All of the animals at special pals that you're going to see and that you can find on their website, specialpals.org. All the animals at special pals, fully vaccinated, microchips, spayed or neutered, up to date on flea and heartworm prevention medications. The adoption fees range from 80 to $250 per animal. Uh, but well worth it. They take care of you. We adopted Oliver from Special Pals, and he's been healthy and amazing, and he's awesome. So um, your Whisker Wednesday animals that I have for you today. The very first one, Olaf. You may remember Olaf is back. I don't think we ever got to feature Olaf. Katie sent a note and said Olaf was returned. He was originally adopted, but Olaf has returned um since he wasn't on before, uh, oh, that's why we're doing it. Okay. Also, Katie said, well, I'll do that in a second. But this is Olaf. It says, do you want to build a snowman? Too bad. You live in Houston and Olaf is a dog. Olaf is a big, lovable shepherd mixed with a heart of gold. His perfect home would have a big backyard for him to play and run. Olaf is a cutie. Can we please get Olaf a home? Can we please get this dog, this sweet, sweet dog a home? 
You can do that. Specialpals.org open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. Um, you know, everything's going to be done to Olaf, so you don't have to worry about it. May try to get him for my roommate. Mark, let's go! Let's go! That's why we do this. And got to say, I'm very proud of the fact that uh, we have a great track record on Burial Deck for getting some of these animals adopted through Special Pals. So I'm proud of you guys. I appreciate you guys. I know Katie and Special Pals does as well. Uh, so let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Now, we always have a dog for you. That was Cutie Patootie Olaf. This, we also have a cat for you all the time. And this is Mamacita. Say Mamacita to, <laughs> to loneliness when you adopt Mamacita. This pretty kitty is about three years old and was found as a stray. She's a cutie. Bring her home and let Mama Sita in your lap <laughs> when you're feeling sad. That cat's face has attitude, Hal said. No, that's a cat that's like, feed me, bitch. Feed me, bitch. Feed me, bitch. That's what that cat, that, I know that face anywhere. Also, that's a, hey, you're not going to take my picture. You're going to put a heart over this picture, right? You're like, I don't want my face on the internet. I could get kidnapped. I could, like, people are weird. Oh, wow. Mark said um, his roommate has PTSD and grew up with shepherds, and his most recent attempt fell through. Well, that sucks. You're a good dude, Mark. If you need me, uh, let me know. I'll put you in touch with Katie. She can help you out. We'll make it happen. We will make it happen together. Uh, it's muy importante because special pals doing great things uh, for many, many years here in the Houston area. So, um, special battles open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. All of the animals that you saw today and that you'll see on the website come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, up to date on flea and heartworm prevention. Adoption fees range from $80 to $250. Visit specialpals.org, specialpals.org uh, to find out more. And adopt Olaf or Mamacita. What did Justin say? Crocs, socks, and Glocks. All right, you're a nerd, Justin. <laughs> you are a nerd, Justin. I was like, what is this overlay here? What does this do? Oh, that's just the social medias for the show. Hey, if you want to follow the show, this is it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I will say the 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 best of these, if I'm if I'm being honest, we don't do a lot on the Facebook. Mediocre active on the Twitter. But the Barry on Deck TikTok, we're killing the game, folks. That's where I post the individual jokes from Barry on Sports during the week. So you should definitely go follow the show on TikTok. I mean, you should follow the show on all of these if you're so inclined. But definitely hit up that TikToks. It's uh, there's pretty good jokes on there on a day. I, you, I was doing two a day. So uh, yeah, at TikTok or at Barry on Deck on TikTok. Go check it out. Go check it out. Go peep the game. I saw a new word being used a couple times. Now I've seen it, and I don't know what it means. I'll look this up. Yeet. When did yeet become a word? I feel so old. Move this out of the way. Make my face bright. Yeet is an exclamation of excitement, approval, surprise, or all-around energy. Often as issued when doing a dance move or throwing something. But I heard it used as a 
Oh, there's a dance. Uh oh. What the fuck? <laughs> this is so stupid. No. I'm not I'm not doing that. It's just a guy going, oh, oh, and then another guy's going, and he goes, yeet. Truck driver Pookie said my oldest son says that dumb shit. Why do we need a new word to as exclamation of excitement? Perry said yeet ain't new. Yeah, it says it's been around since 2008. I mean, that's fairly new to us old folks. I was just getting down slaps. Because in this show, slaps. Hey, fam. These Crocs really slap. All right. Amos said it's from Florida. Okay. So well, now I'm getting conflicting reports. So Joe Pro says yeet. Yeet sounds like a raheel word. I'm not hip enough to understand. Yeah. Christy said it's not new at all. Walt said Yeet's a couple of years old. Amos says it's from Florida. Justin says Yeet also means to throw something. Well, is it excitement or are we throwing something? Because I did, I, I saw Yeet used. And then I heard Wesley the other day be like, I yeeted something. I was like, Yeeted? Like you heated? Like you yeet? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't understand that. There goes Justin. I'm going to yeet this bottle at your face. So, so what? No, Fidel. We still we still get Liddy. Yeah, we still get Liddy. I still get Liddy. I'm Liddy AF. Skirt. Okay. I'm Liddy AF. Oh, skirt. I don't know. I'm just trying to fit in. I'm too old for this shit. It was a sad day. I'm not going to lie. We're not getting hip words from Wesling. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I got Wesling. John Wesling said he was going to yeet something. And that's why I was like, all right, I got to look up what the fuck yeet is. It's from a cartoon also. God damn it, John. I can't handle all this pressure for these words. I don't like it. Brandon Hannon said, I think a guy from Houston came out with that. Well, now I'm Florida, Houston. What's the origin? Just give me my jellies. Leave me the yeet alone. Let's see. Does it say origin? Like a spelling bee. A country of origin. Could you use it in a sentence? I'm going to yeet this bottle at your face. Yeet. Y-E-E-E-E-T. Exclamation mark, bitch. Ding. What? Yeet, according to dictionary.com, an exclamation of enthusiasm, approval, triumph, pleasure, and joy. If we're lucky, all of Wisconsin will be yelling yeet when the Packers make a second trip to Tampa this year. Verb used with object to hurt, to hurl or move forcefully. Somebody just yeeted a water bottle into the crowd and verb to move forcefully or quickly. It doesn't give the origin. That was on the slang website. Dictionary, dictionary. Where's the urban dictionary? Yeah, it doesn't have slang. There's no way we're finding out where it's from. What's the state of origin? Yeet sounds like an STD. It sounds like something you do because of an STD. Bro, 
last night I had a flare-up. I was yeeting all over the place. Every time I went to the bathroom, it was like, yeet, 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 yeet. Awful. Um, oh, yeet, yeet, motherfucker. Get out of yeet, yeet. <laughs> like the way you think, Cherry. Uh, okay, we've got, we did Whisker Wednesday. I don't know why I have so many pictures of Crocs in my thing here. Get rid of that. Oh, let's talk about plastic made of semen. This sounds like a, a third hour Thursday topic, actually. But we're going to do it here. <laughs> Mark said, man, fuck the Packers. No, we're not going down that route. What's up, Crystal? So... Plastic is a problem, you guys. Plastic is a serious problem for this. Not just our oceans, rivers, and streams. <laughs> Christy. But plastic is a problem for the whole ass earth. The whole ass earth of the world, Craig. Like, you shouldn't see a picture of mountains like this and then all this trash and plastic in the water. <laughs> I said, is that the Trinity River? <laughs> That's outstanding. What's up, Shock? Leave the Shocks in the building. Crystal just showed up. So, there's a new eco-friendly plastic that exists. It was made by scientists in China. And it is made. Out of fish sperm. It's made from salmon jizz. They're making your iPhone. With fish juice. Two short strands of DNA from the sperm were combined with a chemical from vegetable oil that binds them together. What this creates is a squishy material known as hydrogel. Maybe that's what they make crocs out of. You're all just walking around on fish cum. From here, the gel is then molded into different shapes and freeze-dried. To remove the moisture, which makes it solidify. Researchers have already created a cup. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, we're not. We're not buying a cup to drink out of made out of fish cum. No, no, no. Puzzle pieces and a DNA molecule from the echo friendly plastic. Uh, though the team of Chinese scientists created their raw materials from salmon sperm, they say you could use DNA from anything. Nope. Nope. <laughs> for those of you listening on the podcast, <laughs> for those of you over there on the bean, for my pod beaners, Hey, Shelby, send a gift of love on the Podbean. Thank you, Shelby. 
I love you too. Shelby also. <laughs> Shelby. Shelby also said, eh, I've had worse things on my face. <laughs> I just want to end the show right there. Hey, here's a cup made of fish sperm. Eh. I've had worse things on my face. <laughs> Mike said never changed Shelby. The whole chat's just like, oh my God, Shelby. Oh my God. Shelby wins chat. Shelby fucking wins the chat. She won first. She wins the end. Shelby wins chat. <laughs> Donna, Shelby wins chat for the day. Fucking hilarious. Oh my God, I love y'all so much. Y'all make this show so fucking fun. So, uh, but yeah, they made they made a cup out of fish jizz. And they're like, you want to sip? No, I'm good. Here's the problem. Here's the house that I didn't expect that. Neither did she. All right, that's enough. That was maybe over the line. Don't start getting crazy with it, chat. Calm down. Don't nobody get inappropriate like I just did in a little bit. But um, here's the problem with the fish jizz cup and the plastic made of fish semen. Now this is important. This is important. It says plastic's a big problem for the environment. Um, requires a lot of heat and toxic substances to manufacture. It also takes centuries to break down and very little is recycled with most ending up incinerated or sent to landfills fields, landfills for that reason. A lot of research has been done on finding alternatives for this plastic. So that's why this biodegradable plastic is so good. But the problem is the problem with your fish jizz cup is that when it gets wet, it falls apart. It says the creation of DNA-based plastic procedures uh, produces 97% fewer carbon emissions than polyesterine plastics, polystyrene plastics, or whatever the hell it is. Dipping items created from the material into water turns them back into a gel. So there's the problem. There's the problem. So if you, you know, if you try to make something out of plastic and it got wet, it, it falls apart and turns back into a gel that it was originally used to make the plastic item. But what they're saying is we could use this in stuff that's not meant to get wet, like computers. I mean, your computers are going to get wet. But pretty interesting. They're taking DNA, strands of DNA from fish semen. And making plastic out of it. Uh, all right, it's three fifty. One more thing. I'll save the Netflix for tomorrow. So this is pretty interesting. I saw this on the news last night, and um, what? So cockroaches, twinkled, and fish spunk survived the apocalypse. It kind of sounds like oh, Twinkies. I was like twinkled. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Kind of. Kind of. Um, all right. So these little things, I don't know. You guys may have saw this on the news. I saw this news article and I thought, all right, 
you know, of course, of course, old people all over are like, oh my God, I knew it. This is how they get you. But apparently these little tags are from Apple and they allow you to track where they are. You can like put them on your keys. You can put them, I don't know, on your kid, put them on your fish cup, whatever. And you can track their location. And apparently what people are doing is they're actually putting them on high-end cars and then finding out where those cars live. Now, this was on the news, and they're saying, this is this is so bad. They're putting them on people's vehicles and then following them home. And now you're just going to scare old people. Because I promise you this has maybe happened, I would guarantee you, less than 10 times in our, in our city, if not our state. But the news is going to get a hold of it. And you're going to think that this is how they're, they're just out here carjacking people left and right with geotagged Apple stuff. Can they do it? Sure. Have they done it? Probably. Are you and your 97 Ford Festiva in danger? No. If you are driving a Maserati, you might be in trouble. If you're driving a nice-ass BMW, you and me, we're good, fam. My buddy Jesse Payton drives two really nice cars. He might be in trouble. You and me, we're good. Mark said, where's Westling's foil? Yeah, no shit, right? You're right, House. It is the same people like, there's drugs and candy, and the Smurfs are going to come to your school and beat you up. It's pretty ridiculous. Sherry said, I don't want to pay this car note anyways. Take it. Right? But of course, I mean, as soon as I heard this story on the news, I was like, you know what? All they're going to do is make people panic. All they're going to do is now people are going to be looking like fucking morons every time they leave the house because they're going to be checking their car for Apple geotags or whatever they're called. What are they called? What are they called? Car thieves are using a new Apple tracking device to stalk those. And they got to use words like stalk to steal vehicles. The $29 AirTag device that Apple released in April to help users keep track of belongings are being repurposed by crooks to steal cars, according to police in Ontario, Canada. Oh, fuck. It's like a new strand of the fucking strain, strands, strain. It's like a new strain of the coronavirus. It's not even here yet. It's still in Canada for shit's sake. Officers reported they've looked into five incidences since September. <gasps> what? Told you. Five incidences since September in which suspects use the unassuming tracking technology to commit grand theft auto. Good game. Uh, the suspects go about crime by placing the easily missed tracking device on the luxury rides and out of sight areas while they parked in public places like malls and parking lots. Then once the unsuspecting owner has driven the car home, the thieves track the vehicle to the victim's residence. And they showed a picture of where they might put it like right here on a truck. They might put it in that little plastic thingy and then follow your ass home. And then rob you of your car. Guess what? That shit works both ways. How about 
you put an air tag hide that bitch in your car so when these sons of bitch and ass thieves come and steal your car with their air tag you can find that some bitch with your air tag you're welcome you're welcome just put that some bitch in the dash hide it somewhere in the ashtray cars don't even have ashtrays anymore Wow. How said my ex put one in her truck because of her meth head boyfriend? <laughs> That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Was it you? Are you the meth head boy? Oh, X. Okay, X. Okay. Okay. Uh, what did Chris say? Not sure if that's the same one. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, again, house five and four months. That's the whole point. This is this is what we're dealing with. Oh, Barry's playing 4D air tag chess. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they can find your car, guess what? You can find your car. It's thirty dollars. It's way better than a fucking cheap. I bet you they're gonna come out with some sort of scanner thing where you just walk around your car with your phone, y'all. Boop beep boop 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 boop. Fuck! They're trying to steal my car. And call the police and hide it in a police cruiser. They show up. Joe Pro said years ago, punks tried to punks. You can tell Joe Pro's old. These goddamn punks, sons of bitches, tried to steal my truck, but they couldn't drive a stick. Ass whoopings all around. No shit. Yeah, y'all don't. Joe Pro carries a gun on his hip. I'm not stealing from Joe Pro. I got a rule. Anybody that just walks around with a gun on his hip, they're probably not doing that. Probably not doing that. Uh, you can Google the license plate. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Wow. Total Dallas said, my friend's ex put a whole cell phone in a hidden spot on his car to track him. Jesus. Just get in the air tag. It says in the article, they said, meanwhile, um, some dude named Dan Guido put an air tag in his car and found it after it was stolen. Yeah. See, this is come on people. Steven, the weather guy said, can you please have Joe pro on the show? I'm sure there are stories to fill an hour. Oh yeah. I guarantee you. Joe pro's got stories for days. He used to be in a music. He used to be a musician in a band. I'm sure. Guarantee you. He's fought a Bobcat with his bare hands. Yes, Heartthrob, I will open tomorrow's show with the pettiest story in the history of sports. That will be the case. Uh, so we did. We got to the car thief stuff. I still haven't got to this story about this 10-year-old that's going to retire at the age of 15. It's fucking awesome and nauseating. The top 10 good deeds that people do, I've got that. Um, Netflix is having their own festival. We're going to get to that and who's on it. Um, some friends of mine are on it, which is pretty dope. It's always cool when you look at a festival that big and you can go work with them, work with them, work with them. That's pretty cool. It also lets you know, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there. Um, but that's going to be cool. And we'll get to that. And then we'll do the pettiest sports story of all time. Michael Strahan on a rock at the Pancake Factory. Probably won't do that. If we didn't get to it by now, I'm going to go ahead and close that out. Oh, and we still, we still didn't get to the proposal. 
And somebody proposed at a Colts game, and I want to get to that as well. Kind of a mini film session. We'll do all that, but we're just out of time on this Whisker Wednesday, man. But you guys had a good day. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to everybody that listened over on Podbean. There's six of you still there. Keith Sager on Podbean said you can get a pack of those air things for a hundred bucks, a four pack. Okay. Uh, just bought a four-pack of those for Christmas gifts for folks. Hope they don't go jack and shit. But listen, like, how does how does 16-year-old get a new car? Hey, thank you if you listened on Podbean to all my beaners over there. That's not race-specific. Thank you to everyone that listened on Facebook. Chris Reyes, Robert Likes Beer. Thank you to everybody that watched on YouTube. Thank you to everybody listening on the podcast later. I love you all one and the same. You all are amazing people. Thank you, Uriel. It's a great show. Shelby said great show. Jumani said great show. Thank you. Lisa, love you, boo-boo. You have a great day as well. Hey! I'll see you guys tomorrow. Three-hour Thursday. Don't forget Rockets tonight. Going for seven in a row. Playing the, the hated, vaunted Brooklyn Nets. Watch the game. We'll discuss. Until I see you guys tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Even to jerks on Twitter. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow.